Good morning and a very warm welcome to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. Today, folks, I am joined by Linda of Hope Trust, who are based in Athlone, and Lee, who will be sharing her story, having received counselling from Hope Trust. But all of this is in light of an event that is coming up by Hope Trust on Halloween night, the 31st, Tuesday of October, and... This is what they're doing. They are inviting you to join them for a candlelit walk over the Shannon Bridge, followed by worship and prayer at the town centre. And it commences at 7pm, just across from St. Peter and Paul's Church. To demonstrate to those who have suffered the pain of loss through suicide that they are not alone and that God cares, and so do we. Tributes of flowers for the precious lives lost to suicide are welcome also at the event. So this is what is taking place. Hope Trust organise this on a yearly basis to go and celebrate life on what they claim is the darkest day of the year. So Linda, Lee, thank you for joining me today. And Lee, let's begin with your story. So please sketch in a bit of the background for us, your childhood, growing up, what was involved, why you needed to receive counselling from Hope Trust, and how it was that you came to be aware of Hope Trust. Uh, my name is Lee, as you know. Um, I'm originally from South Africa. I've been living in Ireland for 14 years. I love it. I feel like it's my second home. And I'm married with two kids and very happy. I suppose my journey with Hope really came about because uh, my mom passed away suddenly four years ago and uh, the church that we attend uh, rang me up to say that they were offering some hope bereavement counselling and what I like to join. So it was really the kindness of my local church uh, that, that put hope, trust onto my radar and I thought it was a sensible thing to do. I was very sad and um, I was finding that hard uh, just to, just the day to day, um, walking without my mum. Still do. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk, I'll try. Um, mum and I were very close. Um, she. She moved countries for me at, you know, she was in her 70s when she moved, which is no small thing. She moved to be with, with, with family and her grandkids. Um, and uh, mom was, I think for me, just, uh, she was a person that just loved me no matter what. And even when I was feeling unloved, I still knew my mom loved me. And when I lost her, I didn't think anyone would love me the way she loved me. And it was a devastating loss for me. Um, yeah. So Lee, were you her only daughter? And that created such a special bond between you and your mother? No, no. Um, we there's three daughters, and 
we decided to leave South Africa, my family, my immediate family, and um, my middle sister left South Africa to move to Norway, and my elder sister was still living in South Africa. She ended up coming over as well. We are a close family, and so we all moved um, together uh, to at least the Northern Hemisphere. So we came first with the hope that my mom and dad would follow, and they did. And then uh, my middle, my elder sister followed afterwards. And I think that's one of the reasons I was able to settle so well in Ireland, because I had my, my mom and dad here, you know. And, yeah, she was just, just an amazing woman. Attending the, the counselling was, um, in spite of the grief, it was really good for my soul to know that there were fellow people walking with me in the journey and and knowing exactly what I was feeling. Um, you know, you never know up until I had lost someone close to me. I didn't understand what it was like to lose someone. And, you know, it's difficult to talk to someone when they've lost someone. But um, it really felt... Uh, just good that we could all sit around and and be really honest about the way we were feeling i and it was interesting that there were people there that they were in different stages of grief um some of the ladies on our course uh had lost people you know 20 years ago and they were still going for counseling and um so there was very many different um stages of grief as well. For me, it was very raw, it was very early. Um, and I think that was very beneficial for me to um, have counselling so early on in the process. Um, so I found that I was able to, to voice what I was feeling and go through the emotions and know that that was normal and it was okay. And there was so much comfort in that. Um, and I found it easier to get through the days and just kind of get back to normality. So that's really where hope uh, first came into my life. Outside of that, in my personal life, before my mom passed away, I was feeling very alone and isolated. Um, I've been a Christian for a long time, but I was feeling very, very far away from God and I wasn't attending a church and I wasn't active in my faith, although I did. Um, I was out of community, that's a better way of saying it. I would still have my alone time with God, but I really felt um, isolated and unloved because I was just letting those negative thoughts sort of be, be sovereign in my life, you know, and, um, and so after meeting uh, Linda and doing the Hope Trust counselling, I kind of decided that I should probably look at doing some further counselling. I knew that where I was in my life is not what God had for me. It was not his plan for me to, to be so... Um, sad and and down and unhappy 
And because of, of the relationship I built up with Linda during that bereavement counselling, I felt very comfortable in making an appointment with her to to talk about other stuff. You know, I felt safe with her. I felt that I could just open up to her and I grew to, on that counselling course, uh, on the bereavement course, I really grew to just love her and appreciate her wisdom and her kindness and her care for all of us. You know, it really spoke to me. And um, so I decided to, to go for further counselling. I knew that if I didn't, um, my marriage was not what I knew it could be. It's not what it used to be. And it was, you know, mostly down to just my own thinking. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. Today I am joined by Linda of Hope Trust, a counselling service based in Athlone, and Lee, who is sharing her story, having received counselling from Hope Trust. This is in light of an event that is taking place on Halloween night, Tuesday, 31st of October, at 7pm, where Hope Trust are inviting you to come and join them for a candlelit walk over the Shannon Bridge followed by worship and prayer at the town centre to demonstrate to those who have suffered the pain of loss through suicide that they are not alone and that God cares and so do we. Tributes of flowers for the precious lives lost to suicide are also welcome. Gathering point will be across from St. Peter and Paul's Church in Athlone. So Lee has been outlining her story and now we take that story back up again. So Lee, you finished off by telling us that you were going to go for counselling. How did that go? So yeah, I started the counselling, Linda, um, where possible. Well, we did a few by Zoom, I think it was during COVID. Mm. So we started off doing the Zoom sessions and then when I could, I came into Athlone for, for the one-on-one sessions. And I suppose where where it's really helped me is it gave me the confidence to invite God into my situation. I have trust issues and I think that I, even though my faith was big, I didn't uh, firstly believe that God would want to come into my life because I didn't feel I was good enough and that he loved me enough. And um, I guess the counselling helped me silence the other voices that I could hear God's voice. I could hear him calling me. And so we had a lot of counselling and eventually um, when when I let God in, that's where the breakthrough really happened for me. And there was instant healing in quite a few areas of my life that just dramatically changed and brought such freedom and joy and happiness into my life. And then there were other things that just needed some more time to sort of unravel and and I kept I kept going with the, the counselling for that and I put in the work with that, and uh, sometimes when things were good, I would stop counselling, but then 
something else would come up that, that brought up all these feelings and I would be on the phone to Linda to say, please, <laughs> I need another appointment. And so I've gone from a place of, of grief and sorrow and feeling isolated, not knowing who I was. I was totally lost, actually. I think that's maybe a better way of saying it. I just didn't, I didn't even know myself. And uh, hope has facilitated a journey with God that has just, I think I'm the most peaceful and content I've been in my life for I can't even remember when I felt this content and, and peaceful and joyful. It's just a, a healing process that just keeps going on, even though I'm not in counseling anymore. You know, the wisdom and the lessons that I learned are just moving me forward. Thank you. Talk to me, Lee, about the grief. You told us for you it was raw after your mother had passed away. But how did it manifest? How did it show itself? And what was the impact you could see it had both on you, your husband, and your family? Um, usually, um, I would always uh, bottle my feelings. And I cried. I mean, I cried a lot. There were a lot of days where I just cried all day. Um my husband was very supportive, but I, I'm still not sure he knew how hard it was for me to get up and just function during the day. And it, it took everything to just put one foot in front of the other um, and just get through the day. I knew I had to for the kids and I had to, you know, life goes on and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think... Uh, it it had a really negative impact on me in my physical body as well, you know. Um, uh, I just, yeah, I think it was just, it was just having to accept that life carries on when there's such a devastating blow. You don't want, like, why are people still doing what they do every day? There's no that's not fair, it shouldn't be that way. Um, and mum's passing was very sudden, you know, we didn't expect it. And we felt she was very young. And um, she was also unconscious. So we didn't really get to say goodbye, we did. But that was hard as well, you know, just the sadness of it. And I didn't, I didn't want life to just go on, you know. You were saying you were not really a church-going person. And then you find yourself in a hole caused by grief, wanting the world to stop, but it wasn't. So how did this journey through grief bring you to being a church-going person? Um, well, I used to do go to church every now and again. Um, my husband was going regularly, and I would go every now and again. But through, through mum's um, 
passing, you know, we had to, she, mum wasn't, they weren't churchgoers. And so when it came time to organize the, the funeral for her, uh, we really only had one option and that was the church that, that my husband was going to, that I was starting to go to every now and again. And honestly, it was just the care and love and grace and kindness of, of the pastor there. Um, who just, he just did so much for us. Um, and we had the funeral there and his kindness afterwards and following up with me. And, um, it just, it just spoke volumes to me. You know, I just see that that's the heart of Jesus that he has. And, you know, you can't but be drawn into that, you know, and, um, and it was through the church that, that he suggested I do the, the Hope Trust counselling. They were holding it at their church. I think it was in the, in the counselling we began to, um, to kind of pull apart what I was believing and, um, and, and looking at the reality of those, those negative thoughts and those, belief patterns and, you know, holding them up to God's standard, I guess, about, you know, what he says about me and, you know, what, what he created me to be. It was just through, through that process on a personal level. Um, and then again, my local church, um, at the same time, it's just, when I look back, I can just see God's divine hand on everything because it was not one specific thing that brought me back um, to him. Uh, but um, I was so grateful to the church. I started going to church more regularly. And um, again, my, my pastor called and asked me, you know, he was doing the training and he asked me, would I like to, to, to be a part of that training on understanding the Bible and, I was so shocked that he would even think to ask me and I started doing that at the same time and that had a profound effect on me um, and that's when I actually in spite of having heard the gospel preached when I was 21 and giving my life to the Lord then um, I actually only understood what the gospel was at this time maybe because I was coming from such a bad place that I could really see that I needed saving and I needed a savior and I needed a Lord. And Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. Today I am joined by Linda of Hope Trust, a counseling service based in Athlone, and Lee, who is sharing her story having received counseling from Hope Trust. This is in light of an event that is taking place on Halloween night, Tuesday, 31st of October at 7pm, where Hope Trust are inviting you to come and join them for a candlelit walk over the Shannon Bridge, followed by worship and prayer at the town centre, to demonstrate to those who have suffered the pain of loss through suicide that they are not alone and that God cares and so do we. Tributes of flowers for the 
precious lives lost to suicide are also welcome. Gathering point will be across from St. Peter and Paul's Church in Athlone. So Lee has been outlining her story and now we take that story back up again. Once you understand the gospel and what that means, it's just just is life changing. There is so much life and freedom in it. And so between physically reading the Bible and, and learning about the Bible and then chatting to Linda about all my wrong beliefs and thought patterns and experiences and breaking them down and and her encouraging me to just let God into those situations. It just brought so much healing. I was able to forgive. I was able to receive forgiveness, which was a huge thing because I kind of, as I said, I didn't believe that I was worthy of God's love, that for other people, yes, but not so much me. You know, I didn't feel that I was lovable, I guess is the word. Talk to me about the forgiveness, and I shall tell you why I'm curious about it. The Lord's Prayer is a prayer where we are asking God for this and that, and there is only one thing that is conditional, and that is his forgiveness. It is based on how we forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So it basically means that the way that we forgive others is essentially the way that God forgives us. And that if we don't forgive, then we won't know God's forgiveness. Even though Christ went and forgave us from the cross 2,000 years ago. So talk to me about the forgiveness. Was it a matter of forgiving yourself or forgiving others? How did that play out in your life? It was both. Um, it was uh, forgiving people, people, you know, people that I was in relationship with many, many years ago. Um, and... But I think it's it, it. A lot of it was forgiving myself, you know, for for I don't even know um, for just being so hard on myself, you know, and demanding so much of myself and trying to hold myself to such a high standard that I was never able to live up to it, you know, and. Um, and understanding, you know, for not letting God in earlier, you know, for not trusting him. Um, but it's all a journey. I mean, there's still, there's still things that happen today. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's another thing I need to learn to trust God with, you know, and surrender to him. Um, and even the forgiveness is ongoing. I did learn that too. Um that was actually one of the, the really good takeaways is learning that forgiveness isn't a feeling. I'm a very feely person and in my world, if I, if I felt like I didn't forgive that person, then I didn't. And uh, learning that you choose forgiveness and, um, and that, that was so helpful because I would, I would think I would forgive someone and then I would be reminded of what they did and then um, I would feel angry again towards them and 
And I learned that it's also a process. It's not just suddenly you wake up one day and you like, right, now I forgive that person. It's a process and a journey and um, not based on your emotions. Your emotions don't rule you. <laughs> so one of the things that you mentioned earlier was the impact that God made upon your life. Speak to me then about how it is that God made an impact. We've moved from you being a church-going person to now having a, a vibrant faith. How, how did that come about? I don't really understand how it happens. I just know that um, there are times when I feel the joy literally bubbling up inside me for no reason. It's just I know that I'm alive. I know that God, you know, Jesus is alive. I know that he died for me um, and he has redeemed me and rescued me and created me for purpose and that he loves me. And that is just, it's just, um, in, it's a joyful place to be. And even though sometimes things aren't going great, I still feel that joy um, and that peace. And it's had a profound impact on my life. Um, the change in me in the last four years is, is incredible. And my husband will definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, is that for better or worse now? For much better. <laughs> um, we're on, my, my husband and I are on second honeymoon. And we just fell in love with each other again. And that is that is all due to God's work in my life. Um, because for years before, when I knew things weren't great and um, I was trying to work through all these feelings, trying to work through these feelings of feeling that nobody loves me, no one accepts me, um, I, I closed my husband out of my life. You know, I just put up such walls on my heart. And and that is a miracle in my life that I'm on second honeymoon now. That is just, that is pure miracle for me because I could never do it on my own. God just did that. That was one of the things he did that was instantly healed. Just, we just literally from one day to the next, we're on second honeymoon. <laughs> if someone was listening, Lee, and they were going through a tough time, be it with depression, be it grief, be it with a sense of feeling lost, as you had said you were, what would your advice to them be? Go for counselling. Um, and I don't say that lightly. I know it's a hard decision. But there are people uh, like Linda and many others um, that they want to see you, they want to hear you, they want to listen to you, they want to walk alongside you and it is the best thing that you can do for yourself um, and more importantly than that even is to, to let God into those situations because that is where the breakthrough happens um, and I believe that if you combine counselling with that you are on on a brilliant road <laughs> going forward. Midlands 183.
Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill. We have been conversing with Lee in regard to her journey from grief that had caused her to completely lose her way and feeling lost in a world that did not care. And so my thanks, Lee, for sharing your story thus far. Have you any last words or comments you'd like to say before I go and catch up with Linda? Um, this is just for what I would say to people listening, um, and that is to go for counselling. There are wonderful people available who want to listen to you, who see you, who want to walk alongside you. But most importantly, to call on God, um, because he will meet you where you are at. And it doesn't matter what that looks like, what position you're in, what situation you're in, how bad it is, how dark it is. He will meet you there and he loves you and he's just waiting for you to invite him in. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you for sharing your journey from being lost in grief to a life that is now full of hope once more. And that journey that you have taken with the help of Hope Trust. Linda, at this point I will bring you in. And folks, just to let you know, Linda is the director of Hope Trust and also works as a counsellor with Hope Trust, as you will have gathered from Lee's story. But they're not the only hats Linda wears. She is also a mom, a granny, friend and a sister, just to round out her character for you. But today, Linda is speaking on behalf of Hope Trust. So, Linda, firstly, how can a person touch base with you should they wish to do so especially after listening to a story like Lee's how can they get help from you and secondly you have an event coming up on Halloween night next Tuesday can you please tell us about that also thanks Nigel um, yes we are contactable in many ways uh, we have a website which is www.hopetrust.ie or you can text um, my number which is 085-114-0983 it's advisable to text because I might be in the counselling room um, and you could also email us at hopecounselling.ie at gmail.com so those are our contact details. We have a candlelit walk across the Shannon Bridge in Athlone. Um, we do this to bring light into darkness, and it's symbolic, really, of um, what, what we want to bring hope into the town of Athlone. Um, unfortunately, the 31st marks a very dark time of year where there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of commotion around death and we feel for people who've lost loved ones to suicide or through traumatic death it's it's a very it's a very hard time to witness people celebrating death so we like to offer the alternative and that is to celebrate life and this year we'll be having a memorial service where we acknowledge those that are lost we're going to lay a wreath on the bridge itself. People can bring flowers if, if they want to mark and remember those that they've lost through death. 
and that will be followed by a service where we'll have some worship and uh, we will have a testimony by someone who has been impacted through the loss, uh, through suicide. And, and it's a time where we can, as a people, pray for those who are, who are struggling in their despair. And it's also a time where we can, we can demonstrate that God actually cares about people. And so we want to bless Athlone. We want to pray for the young people in Athlone and also all those that are lonely and isolated as well. So folks, if you're free on Tuesday, Halloween night, from 7pm to 8pm, you are invited by Hope Trust to join Hope Trust for a candlelit walk over Shannon Bridge, followed by worship and prayer at the town centre. To demonstrate to those who have suffered the pain of loss through suicide that they are not alone and that God cares, and so do we. Gathering will meet up first, just opposite St. Peter and Paul's, then walking across the bridge. So if you are free, why not join this event and shed some light into the evening of darkness? Folks, that's all there is from me. Hope to see you there. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, show you grace, and turn his face towards you, and give you peace. Again, my thanks to Lee, my thanks to Linda, and here's Lee's final piece, a motivational sort of talk. Have a listen.